0: You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. On this episode Loving Your Home, a look at the 2024 housing
1: market. Cautious optimism for lower rates in the summer. HELOCs and other financial products. And my prediction for the key overnight rate over the next two years. Clinton Wilkins, isn't it great to be here? It's great to be here and I love February. It's a month of love. The month of love, absolutely, and that means love your home, of course. It certainly does uh, mean love your home. Do you have anything, any big plans for uh, Valentine's or for this month, Todd? Well, of course, absolutely. As an
0: engaged man, yes, I have all kinds of things planned. I have, I can't even let you know what I got planned. Okay, it's top top secret. Because if I let you know, then other people will have to live up to it. I'll be setting the standard. And I don't want to I don't want to do that. I know. People. That's
1: a that, that that's a tough one. You know, I yeah. think we, we need to keep this as an equal playing field. Exactly. Um, and you know, we've made it through January. January can be a really tough month for people. Mm-hmm. Uh we talked about uh Mary Detmiss. We're through that, and now we're really gonna be talking about love your home. You know, some people really love their home right now, Todd. Yep. Other people, you know, don't love their home. You know, some people want to become homeowners, and some people who are homeowners want to potentially improve their property mm-hmm. uh, this year. So we're certainly going to talk about all of these things.
0: Well, you know, it's certainly a, a lot easier to love your home when you're in the right home, when, when you're in the home that that you can afford and that, right, these are all things that I think
1: add to that. Affordability is huge. Yeah. You know, and I think right now, if I think affordability is almost on the top of people's minds, just around... Things like inflation. And we know with inflation, one of the main drivers right now is the cost of housing. That is what's driving this inflation. Even though it's still coming down, we're moving in the right direction overall. But the cost of housing is one of these key drivers. And the Bank of Canada came out uh, just this week and then announcing that they think it's not the interest rates that's causing you know this housing cost. It's the lack of supply. Well, I can tell you it's certainly a supply issue here in Halifax. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think having some lower rates will help. I think especially, you know, with existing homeowners.
0: Yeah, lack of supply, although uh, again, here in the housing market, and we talked with reports on the housing market here in Halifax, and that's the story that not as many units being sold, but those that are being sold, Are being sold at a at an increased rate, right? So Mm -hmm. people
1: are still so that's that's still a seller's market in in a lot of ways. I think it's more balanced this year than it was before, but I would agree it's still a seller's market. We need more and more inventory. We need all types of inventory from rental properties uh, to single family homes, condo, townhomes. We need all types of housing. Mm, absolutely. Uh, so, when it, when it
0: comes to the uh, uh, to the market and and to uh, what are you hearing from your customers when it comes to interest rates and 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 the Bank of Canada, what the Bank of Canada is doing, are you hearing people
1: starting to be more optimistic, or what are you hearing? I think people are certainly being more optimistic. Still the rates are high and we're in a plateau situation, and that's okay. I think people are cautiously optimistic that we're going to see the rates start softening um you know in the summer. I can tell you fixed rates certainly have gone down some and we're seeing some you know positive movement there, but we're still not out of the woods. And the one thing the governor of the Bank of Canada said is basically we're done. You know, I think in, if inflation still going to go in the right direction of inflation still going mm-hmm. to be going down. We're done with these increases. And I can tell you the next time the Bank Canada meets, it's likely still going to be a hold. But I think that by the summer, we're going to start seeing things soften. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to fall on my sword. and I'm going to do a prediction, Todd, and I never okay. do these predictions. All right, let's hear it. All right, my prediction is we're going to see a 100 basis points reduction in the key overnight rate this year and 100 basis points next year. So we're going to see 200 basis points less by the end of 2025, and I will fall on my sword if that does not happen. Okay, so that'll take us to what? That'll take us to a key overnight rate, uh, 200 basis points less, which mm-hmm. means prime, and that's what we're really worried about here. Yeah, the prime rate is going to be down in that 5.2 range. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is certainly more in the median uh, yeah. mark in yeah. terms of where the interest rates are. Do I think you know it's going to go back down to two percent? I think that's going to be a really long time. But the one thing that we can certainly kind of be cognizant of is a recession. And if we do get deep into a recession and if the bank of Canada needs to restart this economy again, we're going to see the rates continue to go down, but it's a double edged sword, Todd, Mm -hmm. lower rates. And if they're bringing these, you know, uh, rates down to stimulate the economy, this means we probably have had a lot of job losses and, you know, the economy's not, you know, moving the way yeah. that it was. Well, before. we've kind
0: of we we've kind of vo- avoided that uh, recession. Really, it's it's been really pre- uh, predicted that we were going to be dealing with the product with, with a recession, but we've not fallen victim to that yet. But some st- still feel obviously that that could happen in this in this fiscal year.
1: Yeah, and I think that the amount of jobs that are still being added doesn't necessarily mean that we're in a recession. I think that certainly when we look at things like. Uh, people's credit card payments and loan payments, these are starting to s- to be slow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people, they're sort of starting to see some cracks. And yeah. you know what? It, the cracks are really being driven by the cost of goods. And people are still employed, by and large. So it'll be interesting to, to see, I think, what happens the next few months. Yep. And I think going into the summer... If the, you know, if the uh, inflation is pointing towards that 2% Mm -hmm. rate, and I think if the bank can is certain that we're moving that direction, we'll start seeing some lower. All right.
0: So speaking of loving your home and renovations and all that ties with that, obviously uh, people who have the good fortune of having some money saved, Mm -hmm. or if they have a a vehicle like a HELOC, which we've talked a lot about, uh, quite a bit about uh, the the HELOC, is that based on a fixed
1: um, uh, interest rate or is that based on, on something variable? So a HELOC is a home equity line of credit, yep. and oftentimes this home equity line of credit may be tied to your mortgage or maybe in a second position, a sec- sec- second second uh, registration on your home. Right. Uh, it's In a combination, we can go up to 80% of the market value of the property, but the actual HELOC itself is variable. Usually they're somewhere around prime plus 50 basis points, and typically with a home equity line of credit... You need to pay at least the interest only every month. There's not Mm -hmm. necessarily a principal payment requirement. Uh, It's certainly a great vehicle when you're doing renovations. But I think HELOCs are more maybe on that short term borrowing for the long run. And if you're, once you have those renovations done it often makes sense to flip that home equity line of credit into a mortgage so then you're in an amortized charge you know it's a lot easier to stay honest when you have to make a mortgage payment every month
0: right so if people don't have a HELOC set up or perhaps their savings aren't what they will and they'd like to improve their home
1: a refinance, a uh, remortgage, all these times are a great opportunities. Yeah, refinance that. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I can tell you a lot of people that are up for renewal are choosing to do a refinance versus just a straight renewal, even if they don't need the money right now, Todd. Mm-hmm. They're doing it because it's a lot easier to get access to credit when you don't need it. It's so much more challenging to get access to credit, you know, uh, when you're in a pinch. For example, if you started your renovations, You've run out of money and then you suddenly need to, you know, uh, get access to some funds. If you need to do an appraisal of your property, lenders don't like lending on a property that's partially complete. Mm -hmm. So sometimes in these scenarios, if we're going to be doing a refinance for someone, we'll do it before they start the renovation and or when the renovations are complete. We never want to do it when you're in the middle of doing your work.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you recommend to people uh, when possible to have something like a HELOC in, in place, if that's
1: something, and again, it depends obviously on on the client, everybody's different. The popularity of HELOCs and these combination products of mortgage and HELOC have, have changed over time. I can tell you 20 years ago, HELOCs were a hot, hot topic. Then, you know, not so much. I can tell you right now they're certainly becoming more popular specifically for these people that bought their homes like five years ago Mm -hmm. because a lot of these people have a lot of equity in their property, but they don't necessarily need access to the funds right now. So what they're doing is they're doing the HELOC for when and if they need to access that credit. And then once they've done their work, oftentimes they're then rolling that HELOC back into a mortgage So I always say HELOCs are great as a security blanket, but it's not always the best vehicle for long-term borrowing. And the problem is that sometimes these HELOCs can be used as a forever plan. We see these people. Mm -hmm. They advance the HELOCs, they make their interest-only payments, and they never, never pay down the principal because you're not forced to. You know, some people are really great at saving. Some people are really good at paying down their, their debt, but by and large, it's tough unless you really are forced to pay it down. Mm. Okay, if somebody,
0: uh, if somebody is midterm and on, on a fixed term, then refinance is probably not a good option at
1: that it point. It depends. Right? You know, I always say it depends. What is gonna be the cost to break your mortgage? What is your current rate? What will the new rate look like? What's your benefit? Mm-hmm. And you know, I think everybody's situation is different. I can tell you a lot of people that are in a fixed rate are holding on to that fixed rate because the rates are obviously Mm -hmm. higher now than they were before. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.